Tonight, we talk gaming on City Trends on 97.3 City FM. You're welcome to the show. My name is Philip Sean and you're welcome to the show. Yes, indeed, it is City Trends. It is a Tuesday evening. And tonight we are talking about the video gaming industry. It's a very broad one and obviously lots of um, little components that we need to have a conversation about. But then for the purposes of today's discussion, we want to understand if there's a new direction we're supposed to be headed in. Because it kind of feels as if... In Ghana, the video gaming industry, we are not really sure what direction is going in. And so we want to sort of consolidate all of that and have a conversation around it. If you are a, a lover of, of the gaming industry or the video gaming industry, if you're someone who looks out for the latest video games or involved in international competitions and things like that, and you're looking for a way for us to replicate it in Ghana, or you've seen some interesting examples, you can be a part of the show by simply sending us a message on our WhatsApp number and our Telegram number 549 Nine eight six nine nine six. The number once again is zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. And in the studio today with me, I have two gentlemen and a lady. It's just interesting that because I remember when I interviewed these two gentlemen some years ago, the one thing that you would not see was gray hair, and it seems to be like the most prominent bit of their faces um, uh, t- today. So today's conversation is around positioning Ghana's video gaming industry in new direction. And so, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Aram Teria, who is a founder and CEO of Letty Arts, Maximus Ametogo, who is the founder of Esports Academy, and Dabi Diamond, who is the General Secretary of the Esports Association of Ghana. Gentlemen and ladies, you're welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, we, we've had this this conversation in numerous forms over, over the period, and... Um, we at a point were very close to or not close but at least we had a semblance of what direction we wanted to go in i i, I think my first question probably I'll, I'll throw it to aram because you recently came back from a trip um you know basically talking about all the work that you've been doing let's see art and things like that and and so i'll probably ask you from an outsider perspective where do you see where do you where do you think we stand in terms of ghana's gaming uh, video gaming industry Yes. So, um, thank you very much, Philip. It's great to be here. Um, I think uh, now Ghana, uh, for that matter, Africa, um, I can say the gaming industry is here. It's here now, right? Mm-hmm. And But it's still messy, so we are now ironing it. It's like ironing your shirt, yeah. right? So you have crumpled shirt, and now you use the iron to iron it out. So everything is here now. At least our efforts have all... Um, paid off that in everything, every event that is organized, an invitation is sent to Africa. Mm. So with that, we are very, very, very proud. And it's across board. Um, I think um, um, to the extent that even um, um, the Russian Creative Week is even inviting Africans to come and speak there. Um, the, the, Saudi, uh, the Saudis are also um, wanting Africa there. Um, yeah, and a whole 
lot um, more. Just this week, I'll be going to the Games for Change Festival in New York. Um, and and this is the first, like, we, uh, I'm a board member of the Games for Change Africa. It's a big organization. So, so we are now going to the main 20 years festival in New York where we are going to talk about how far this same question you've asked me, we are going to tell the world that yeah. Africa has come far now. So yeah. we are ironing it out. And you can see that there's been tremendous progress in all the blocks. Yeah. The development where I come from, and, and that also encompasses so many industries, including animation. We just came from the ANSI Film Festival with animators. It includes um, comic artists like IPs, those who have IPs. Yeah. And then we, the de developers, making them into interactive products, yeah. right? And now there's quality. So you just saw the Kizasimoto that was launched. So yeah. so now there's quality now. You know, before we were just building and building with the resources that we have, right? But now people are having the right trainings. Even uh, Letty, we just started the STEAM Academy. As I speak, you can see Animax FYB is running a boot camp with uh, Goblin um, in animation, right? Um, so eSports Academy, right? We are training people to now play games competitively, right? We are having programs to go to basic schools and implement um, with kids. I think the vacation, my kids were spending all their time in my office drawing, using um, um, Scratch and all that to build games. So we are just ironing out stuff. Parents are still bringing kids to our offices and like this guy wants to make video games tell me about the industry and then we educate them so it's here right and um i think all we have to do as a nation is to also join the ironing and see whether we are going to take the sleeve or take the uh, <laughs> yeah um, you know and and we should know that policy and now we have associations. Um, we have the Gamers Ghana Association for the for the development. That we have the esports association for the esports players, and then the animators Ghana and comic artists. Everyone is having a voice now, and I'm happy that the NFA is also making advances to know how we can use our interactive te technology to help film. And because games cut across every industry. Yeah. And Philip, you know, yeah. we've done work in health, yeah. we've done in agriculture, we've like even in churches, yeah. like we use games to engage people in Bible. Um, we are working on a Bible app as well. Um, we are working on Puzzle Scout, which is puzzles. We are uh, we just teased out our remade Africa's Legends, which is yeah. multiplayer, yeah. right? And and you can judge the quality. And I'd like you to do that research. Look at what we put out 2013 and yeah. see yeah. how yeah. how yeah. how far we've come, right? And amazing projects. We just came up with Sweeve, which is like a kente weaving yeah. game, and like amazing projects and in the association i think we have in every two weeks somebody releases a game mm. someone brought the spa game recently look mm. at the quality and already has about thousand downloads right yeah. then the following week someone brings a space shooter with an african narrative yeah. so i think we are there we are there it's just the ironing and and i concur because on the whatsapp group the video gamers whatsapp group you 
and this is like a daily conversation. Yes. It's like someone is done with yes. something, he posts it, guys, check it out. Yes. And the feedback and the interaction on the platform is incredible. A big shout out to all the guys on now WhatsApp group who 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 keep sharing sharing their work because you know there we've come and, and, and I do appreciate what you're saying. We are here now. Because there was a time when this sort of conversation wouldn't happen. Yeah. Where you know all these creative minds would want to meet in in a space and share. You know a lot of people would try and do stuff without actually even talking about it. But now we've gotten to the point where on almost a daily basis, and I'm not kidding, yeah. almost a yeah. daily basis, yeah. it's either some, you, you can tell someone's story. Oh, yeah. Like when they started, some of the things, and then someone will come and post, I have an issue with this. Does anybody know this? You know, And then they, they keep yes. chipping in all the yes. time. And I, I think, like like you said, we are here, we are ironing. But then Maximus, you are, we are taking your, <laughs> your, your thoughts from a local point of view now. Right. You know, the shirt is there. We're trying to iron it because there are a lot of, creases on it um but how how good is the iron you know in terms of in terms of of local support in terms of you know what would make the ironing much easier because if the electricity is not coming through the iron or the iron is not good enough we will keep trying to iron but we'll never get anything done yeah how how solid is the support you know to to help all of these Young people and, and some of them, as we can see, um, Aram with his gray hair, uh, yeah. like all these young and old people Bastion trying gear. to <laughs> trying to get you know the the gaming industry you know where it's supposed to be. We are here, yes, but then how effective is the here that we are, and how effective is this ironing out the creases that we're trying to do from a local perspective? Yeah, so I would say that we need regulation, right? So with the ironing, you need to regulate the temperature, right? So you need somebody government i won't say somebody so you need government to be able to look at the arts industry the creative industry and specifically the interactive industry where we have the video gaming so that we can tell our story in a more immersive more graphic more interactive you know more visually appealing way than just textbooks right so video games gives you that opportunity so for me we can't talk about direction if we don't have a roadmap. And the roadmap, we can't have one if we don't have policy. And the policy must be driven by government. That how do we consolidate various industries and bring them under one umbrella, maybe interactive game development, something, something. So there's some funding for it. Okay, here I'm, come and share your ideas as to how. So some stakeholder engagement. So that we'll bring our ideas together and then we drive that particular sector. So regulation, 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 right? Last two weeks I was in Morocco. Guess why? African Confederation of Digital Sports. So the Moroccan government funded 41 African countries to go to come to Morocco to form a confederation like a calf for digital sports, what we call video games, fully paid for. So that's how others... So the Saudis just invited us just three days ago to participate in a tournament in Saudi Arabia, fully paid for. Yes. Right? They have a budget of $500 million to build a 20,000 esports arena. 20,000 seater esports arena. Right? They are currently hosting the FIFA in uh, uh, e, 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 uh, Nations, right? Yeah. The E Nations Cup. Yeah. Yeah. 
they just finished. People are winning plenty money. The Gamer 8, also hosted by Saudi Arabia. The prize pool is how much? $45 million. Yes. Yeah. Not, it's not, this is not FIFA. <laughs> right? That's how the extent to which they see the future in esports. Esports is bigger than music, movies That's put good. together. Last year, we spent $59 million on video game subscriptions and downloads. We spent about $1.4 million on digital music. So look at the difference, 50 times. So we need regulation. We need to have a regulator and government to understand that we need to unleash the potentials of the young people within that space. We have it huge. We have the gamers. We have the game developers. They are there in their numbers. And the sad thing is that other uh, countries are funding, are sending us to uh, game, uh, African Games Week, fully paid for, send you to another country, fully paid for. And sadly, we are not seeing that. Maybe we have too many problems to look at the video <laughs> games, but the issue is that it has a huge potential. The young people are within that space. The young people have the creative mind, the innovation. If you see some of the VRs, the guys, the young people have developed, you would think it's a white guy, team of maybe 20 people who developed it. Meanwhile, in Ghana, you see two people, they will do a, a virtual reality, even like a city here. They can do virtual reality from the car park to your visually like vivid, you would think is the actual thing. And these guys are here in Ghana. We need to unleash that potential globally so that we can make some money for the government, the, the country. Yeah. Very important. So for me, policy, policy, policy. David, I mean, from where you sit, yeah. it's, uh, I, 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 I'm coming at you from two completely different sides. I'm coming at you from a gender conversation because mm -hmm. it's an absolutely important conversation to have. We, we have come through so many different phases you know, especially within the tech space where we've had a lot of work to do to bring more inclusion in terms of female participation mm -hmm. in the tech space. So that's on one side. On, on the second side is young people like yourself who are looking for alternatives in terms of when I'm done with SS, when I'm done with GSS, what am I doing with my life? There are lots of people who are currently in that space who probably don't know what the wider implications of probably holding a console means or learning how to draw. They don't understand fully what's going on, but they just want to be a part of something. I think my question to you is from once again, from a female perspective and from a young person's perspective, how, how, and what are we doing to get more of them into the space? Because for now it might seem like all well and good sitting behind a console and playing some PS5, but then there is so much more that is possible and for you and the position that you're in, being a general secretary and everything, you know, I'm just wondering how are we getting more young people, especially women in this case, to be a part of this conversation, mm -hmm. even as yeah. the industry grows? Yeah. So, um, I mean, the whole video gaming industry has grown over the years. And now we are seeing uh, very good growth with when it comes to uh, equality and inclusi uh, inclusivity, you know, um, there are a lot of women now participating in tournaments. Now, a lot of women now 
getting themselves out there. This is because the esports teams are recruiting women onto their teams and then they're training and coaching them. So we've come from an era where video gaming was a no-no for a woman and now these teams are bringing them into their 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 clubs and training them. So what you're saying, there's an active recruitment yes, ongoing active. today. Every mm. esports team in Ghana here yeah. wants a female inside two, three, four. There's mm. like they're so active that now um you're going for this international tournament or local tournament and then the the game title has the female version. Do you mm. have a female on your team to represent mm. your team? Mm. It's a must because there's money to be made. Yeah. You know, there's a cash prize there. There's a huge prize pool <laughs> to, to be made. Do you want to miss out on that opportunity? And so they're bringing in the females and training them. They're not just bringing them and leaving them. Now they're training them. They're training them not because, okay, yeah, girl, you play this. They're training them with the boys as well so that they can be tough enough, you know. And thankfully, most of the ladies in the gaming space, we have this group called Queens Africa. And we always try to promote each other, try to make sure that we are learning the new tricks, try to make sure that we are on top of our game. So we are pushing ourselves beyond the limits. It's not now that like, yo, today I'm in the kitchen or I have class or anything. We know what we want to achieve. So we are focused on that. It's a career path for us. It's an alternative. You know? Tell me about that career path. Yeah. You know, as a young person, yeah. probably out of ss or out of ghs or something tell me about what you perceive as a career path okay so first we couldn't see the career path we couldn't see that okay if i do this and this i'll end up here now we have people like aram and then maximo showing us the way that okay um i'm good in playing fifa i'm good in playing valorant overwatch whatever if i join an esports team i'm going to be given a schedule i'm going to be given a training schedule i'm going to participate in tournaments i'm going to be able to earn um, a salary for my team. I'm going to be able to participate in competitions and win and get money for my team. So that's the career path as an esports athlete. There's also other, we come to talent development. The way we can rope the young people in is for them to be developed. Now, aside of playing video games, being an esports athlete or a gamer, there are other versions. You have the game developers, you have the coding, you have the art aspects from music writing, actors, film, everything, all of them coming together into the space of esports. So we are coaching them every step of the way. So thanks to people like Aaron with Letty Arts, thanks to Maximus with the Esports Academy, always training, you know, the young ones. It's always out there. You just need to make that move that okay this is the part that i want to go through we have some of the best shout casters in the country these was shout uh, what you call co co commentators in ghana. In, ghana. Yeah, in ghana you know getting getting international accolades and shout casters people who are you know commenting on the, what's happening in a fifa match or in a, an M a, a mortal combat game and they are they're talking so they're talking like you i mean you're very good <laughs> And they are making international strides everywhere, you know. So these are career paths people can actually take in the esports industry. I mean, it's, it seems it seems very fertile, and we we're getting some comments, and I'll be coming to the comments in a bit. So if you're doing the listening, you can join the conversation either via WhatsApp or Telegram on our number zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. On Twitter, you can send us a message using um, the hashtag City Trends. That is C I T I T R E 
NDS. And Aram, I'm coming back to you. And I mean, we, we know what the global video gaming industry is worth. Yeah. We, we appreciate that. But what percentage of that is Africa biting at the moment? Um, I think it's still very low. With all these numbers that we've mentioned, mm. I think it's still very low. Uh, last year, we were still at Africa Games. We were still saying it's around 2%. And we are like, no. Of the I, global. Of the global. Because, you know, the 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 phrase that we have that the music, the game industry is bigger than the movie and the music industry combined. Mm. Had Africa not in, not in that, that So the $200 billion dollars gaming industry Africa was that not Africa in. is still not <laughs> in there. So if a billion people plus on this continent starts playing games, we may be at $700 billion. Mm. Because that's why I tell investors in Africa that you are investing in potential. Mm. If you come and say traction, 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 you are not going in the gaming industry. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We are now fishing them out. Yeah. So the data that we have collected over the past 13 years is now becoming the basis. So of, of, Upon which of, all yes, of this is being yes, built. Yeah, because for me, I'm writing some, I've written some academic papers and, I, and published, and I've also written some book chapters yeah. per my data of that. What is available. Yes. Yeah. So we are creating an industry, not only a company. Yeah. You understand? So it goes beyond... The, like there is a mission, right? And it's a political one, right? I tell people that the mission of games on the continent is a political one. The mission of putting Africa into games is a political movement. I've said it this in several conferences, that the politics is that I want a Korean playing a game mentioning Kwekwanansi. I don't, because they've brainwashed us so much that we are Herculesing, we are in. I want uh, an American <laughs> child to be yes and twine. Yeah. And that is a political movement. Yeah. And we say this all the time. And, and some of us, we've put our life on this line and do this full time. So there's no side gig or anything. It's mm. it's games, 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 <laughs> games for us. And it's a clear path, a career path. As I speak, Letty has a very very flexible online system, well-structured. So we have an onboarding process where interns all over the world. We have people from India, from Philippines, everyone wanting to intend to have a spark of African, um, like how we are doing it. And we just pick you up. So as an intern, you are put on various projects and you learn from your leads, right? So it's a very busy <coughs> company, always making decisions, meetings, sub-teams, meetings, and we also have partnerships with esports teams now playing the local games because okay. now that the industry is cooking, someone has, has to be eating it. Yeah. And those to eat it are these guys who are playing the FIFAs. And so though we still can't meet that quality yet, right. we are getting closer, yeah. but they still need to eat yeah. what we have Maximum. and 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 that's what i wanted to come to how what what is the what is the hunger level like for for locally developed games and from where you sit you know is is there is there a hunger because i see all these developers doing what they are doing you know and and one of them just sent a message on the platform but i i see i see what they're doing yeah it's it's incredible work but what is the level of hunger 
for the content that they produce because i'm I'm not sure where we we sit with that yeah i think we we still have people who play a lot of the the local games but the issue is that they develop the games because they don't have investment or marketing budget you know hear of it so if you talk to Aram, you will know some of the games that they've developed if you're in the community you will know some of the games that they develop now the playing community gives visibility to the developed games now all you need is put a price a, a price pool on any game and you have players mm. Mm. so we play the fifas we play the mortal Kombat because there's a price on it so that's what we need to do so that the more the games they build and then the more competitions we run, then we'll, you know, the interest for local games will also shoot up. And then we'll also build our own industry. That's what we need to do. We play the international, we play the local, and then there's a blend. And then the international people will know that, oh, okay, in Africa, they are playing this set of games. We should try that. Now that they are also building the competitive mode into the, into the various games, now you can have multiplayer you know, on some of the local uh, games. Yeah. Initially, it's just one player, single player, and that's it. Now there's uh, competitive yeah. mood, so now you can run competitions, and we'll do some with the new games that Aram has, has developed, so yeah. we're working on that. I'm going to go to the um, text box, and um, Phil Mesh uh, messages, good evening, Philip and your panelists. The video, the video game industry in Ghana is growing pretty well, and in Africa at large. But my question to Aram is, what is the transitioning mode like for these great minds? We need to continue with this journey, but what is the plan? What would be the advice to parents, for example, who try to stop their children's passion from growing for game design and development? Hmm. That's a loaded one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, but then um, the whole thing, I think I'll bundle it under capacity building in terms of training and job shadowing or internships. So I think what we've done over the years is internships and job shadow. So to job shadow, a kid as young as five years can job shadow, just bring them into the space. As they walk about, they see the stuff that people do. They they get to 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 love it and then they and then they participate. So um I think capacity building comes with training. Right, and for Letty Arts um, and most companies, capacity building has become one of the core um, wings. So for us, we've made our internships into a school now called STEAM Academy, mm -hmm. and we partnered um, IIPGH for our first cohort where we we want to start consciously training people, like mm -hmm. kids from five years upwards in different um, groups, mm -hmm. right, with a clear curriculum that is localized for Africa, right? Because the curriculum of games outside is perceived as difficult. And you know, game development, we are the only industry that can be run in every department. We fall under arts and, it, and we fall under sciences. So it, it brings together extreme arts. In the arts, it's very artistic. And in the science too, it's very scientific. So when it comes together, it becomes something beautiful. And I don't know if you remember me saying that game development, if embraced, will solve unemployment yeah. mm. in in Africa. That's one I remember. Mm. Because that, that I remember. it uses every skill set. Yeah. So if your child is good at writing, at voiceover, at 
posing, sketching, Acting. anything. You yeah. can use, you can find a space in game development. And that is what like the STEAM Academy structure yeah. is bringing. It's a strength-heightening approach. So you come in as a voiceover, you will live as a better game voiceover person. You come in as a journalist, you will live as a better game journalist to write about the games. As I speak, we don't have people to write about the games that we've made. Yeah. Because I bring you as a journalist, you are not experienced. Like you write stories, all right, but you are not a game journalist. Mm. And that is... You, 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 do, you don't understand, understand the, the ecosystem within which all of this plays. Yes, yeah. and you need training for that, yeah. right? So that is what we are doing. I think parents have to now be very... Okay. observant yeah. with their kids and so, sort of like the them. beginning stages of of football yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and everybody was like why are you playing football you go playing to school football? and learn yeah. yes. and now people are now, making a hundred million dollars exactly. and so all parents want their exactly. kids to play football there's a My. touching story yeah you know during the cry esports week that we had during in, uh, in january we were there and i got a call then there was a woman so it's like is that Maxima? I said yes. Are you at the academy? I said yes. We are outside. I was like, okay, who are you? It's okay. I'm a, I'm a parent. I, I went outside the office, and there is a, a nice woman with two kids, seven years and nine years. They came to the academy. We so said we've heard too much about video gaming, and then the the academy we want to make inquiries. My children here play video games, so talk to them for me. I was touched, like for a mother yes. to bring two boys to a gaming, a video game gaming yeah. center, yeah. academy, to talk to the children about their interests. Yeah. Yes. The first thing I told them was, thank your mom yeah. for bringing you here. Yes. So parents are trying to, you know, they are getting the, the message. I run them through the whole thing, talked about their interests and why they need to balance, you know, playing the game and then education and the fact that it also builds your skills right mm -hmm. it builds your critical thinking skills and the rest and the woman was so happy and excited and immediately after the message then a call came it was a husband <laughs> have you reached there i said yeah have you spoken to maximus and then i picked the corner i spoke to their dad yeah. yeah i was i was touched yes. really so for me i'm so excited and i'm very hopeful and during the event at Akramor, she brought them there to come and experience mm. the, the, mm. the people playing the games yeah. and all that. Yeah. And it's exciting. That's, that's very exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. But my question, though, yeah. you know, is there's a lot of perception gaming center. Mm. You, know, you see kids running away from school, betting mm. and things like that. Clearly, that's, that's something that it's going to take a while for us to get over. Mm. But the reality is that a lot of people, when you talk about the video gaming industry, that, that is what they equated to. You know? So I'm just wondering for you, um, as a young person who games as well, as an e-game athlete, you know, like, talk to the people who are listening. Talk to your, the young people who are listening about... Because I don't think it's their role to change perception. It's just what we do around what they do that we can... We can do to help change those perceptions. So talk to them if, if possible. Okay, so I mean, it's it's nice that you want to play video games and all that, but it's good that you equip yourself with the knowledge of the video gaming industry. Um, you play FIFA, you play um, NBA 2K, you play Mortal Kombat. But have you taken the opportunity to research about the industry or the game you are playing? 
you know, what kind of opportunity is there for you. It's not just going to the game center. I grew up going to the kiosk to go and play with all the guys, and that's how I acquired my skills. Mm -hmm. But then I've left that area, and I've seen that, okay, I need to involve myself with an esports team. I need that structure in order to develop. <laughs> I need to read about esports. I need to see where my career path can can lead me. I'm a social media manager. I'm a strategist as well. Now I'm using that social media experience in my gaming um, career. So I'm looking at social media for esports teams, how we can make ourselves marketable for investment investors to come on board and bring in the funds we need to to grow and all that. So it's 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 a multifaceted industry. And so if you're playing video games, you wish to continue playing video games, build on your knowledge, research about the industry, join an esports team, go to the esports academy and get the right knowledge and path to be on. Maximus, if I may ask with what you guys do, the academy. Yes. Do you have an outreach program for such establishments? Because the the reality is that people are actually going there and playing all the time. Mm -hmm. If you're looking to recruit anybody, that's potentially where you go to recruit. Right. So is there an active sort of um, pipeline, for want of a better yeah. expression, mm -hmm. through which you reach out to some of these gaming centers scattered all over the country and sort of reorient them around what the gaming industry or the video gaming industry actually involves and how they can be a part of it. Yeah, so in the in the eSports Association, we have that. We have over 26 uh, registered members, gaming centers across Ghana, in almost all the regions. So they are members. So when we are organizing the na national tournaments, you go and play the qualifiers at those centers before you bring it to Accra or the actual uh, the venue for the penultimate event. So we've been doing that. Mm -hmm. And as much as possible, we also discourage the gamers for, from betting. Yeah. If you bet, we'll ban you. There's, there's no sure. argument. Yeah. You know, somebody came and said, oh, are you somebody else's name to play the qualifier? I said, yes, you won't play again. Yeah. You know, but I said, I told you the truth. I said, yeah, but it's un unethical. It's as simple as that, no argument. Yeah. So we make sure that they go through that rigorous professional ethical stuff. Yeah that everybody needs to be ethical in the way you uh, play the games and all that. So we treat you like a professional athlete. We are not going to treat you as a, a what do you call it, somebody who is just playing on the street and you don't know what you are about. There's an interesting question here from Bishop in Kofurido. Bishop is asking, hello, can a 30-year-old to sign up at the eSports Academy? Of course. In fact, in fact, I think the last year, the one who won the, the, the yes, Mortal Kombat was 43 years. You're joking. Yes. yes. So you have, yes. you have, you have less than... and it's still play. Right? No, we, go, we organize yeah. an event go, and, and an MD, then, yeah. one of the banks in Ghana, yeah. brings his Mercedes, drives in with the Mercedes Benz, come to watch. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. He just loves it. Yes. They, they are there. Games have no... No He's age. No age. Yes. No age limit. And even the Tekken, yeah. you know, the one of the Japanese key, <laughs> mm -hmm. Japanese guys, uh, ki, uh, ki, uh, his name is Chikuru or something. Mm -hmm. He's like old. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 He was part of the team three players and yeah. brought the young people who he has mentored. Yeah. And when you wow. go for game conferences, the average age at game conferences is, is 40 and above. Like, yeah. like it's mm. a whole industry, mm. right? Mm. And, and it's not for games. It's not for kids. It's yeah. it's an industry, serious business, right? And and that is what we really want to also do as the 
STEAM Academy, like yeah. to form clubs within schools, right? Yeah. Gaming clubs, start um, training um, people, having all those enthusiasts and all that. So the academy that we are just starting is also under the um, the, the Gamers Association, Association Ghana, yeah. right? Like we really want to um, transfer knowledge mm. into the young ones. And yeah. one of the initiatives that we really also want to uh, embark on is to get all ICT teachers to know about video game development, right? right? And they can implement game design in their curricula one way or the other mm. as they teach, you yeah. know, across the nation. And these are things that has to be done in terms mm. of capacity. I can testify that my communications manager is a beneficiary of a Scale Up Africa MasterCard sponsored program we did two years ago. And now she she speaks on my behalf. Yeah, she yeah. like she presented on on a conference, a huge one for me recently. And she does the Esports African News. She mm. intend there now. She's been absorbed. Yeah. And she's this is direct evidence yeah. that your career path can can change, right? Or you can find where you were made for. Mm. Right. And and we are we have several of such examples. Like you need to have a show for parents who bring their kids to it's looking like it's looking like we have, have to get several, into several yeah. I have a guy working with us now. The mom brought him <laughs> and this geek geeky my guy friends, just sitting my there. friends. So, yeah. Yes, so. And Go and see the communication the guy is having on our Discord channel now. Like, I look at him and he's contributing. Someone who was laid back. Yeah. Because in the STEAM Academy, we teach you self-confidence, mm. presentation skills. Yeah. So on our stand-ups, anyone can be a leader. Like, it's round robins. Lead. Yeah. Mm. Check updates. Bring game ideas. Or mm. criticize somebody's work. Get things going. You are, like, we build the next leaders. Build the next mm. you. Yeah. So that you can also sit back and figure yeah. out what next. And Charlie, we have some 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 stuff for the tertiary institutions. So what we are doing now is we have yeah. done Ashesi University, UTSA, we've done uh, Valley View. We are going to do Ghana Telecom University yes. and then a couple of other universities. Mm. If your tertiary institution wants to organize an esports event, we'll come and do it for free. Yes. So that's it. Yep. That's that's massive. I I wanted to just touch briefly on it, <laughs> on the biggest segment in the mobile in the in the in the video gaming industry, which is mobile. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'll take comments uh, around the room. Mm. Um, I'll start with you, Maximus. You know, mm. what? Because a lot of the time we see console games in most of these competitions, typically. Yeah. But what is the percentage of mobile gaming? Because mobile gaming is one of the it's one of the yeah. biggest pies. When yeah. it comes to revenue generation in the mobile, uh, in the video gaming industry, so in 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 specifically in mobile video gaming, where yeah. do we sit as well? For me, I think mobile is bigger than console. Right. That's that really right. in Africa. Yeah. And it's according fired, to yeah. one of the reports, by last year, twenty twenty two, we having one eighty five million gamers in sub Saharan Africa. And trust me, ninety percent over ninety percent will be mobile gamers. Yep, the, the data is there. It's, 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 it's so all these people must be harnessed. You have a, a huge community of players ready to play Aram's games, any game we develop from Ghana. And then, if of course, 
brand activations on yeah. it. Young people are playing the games. People have a lot of games on their mobile phones. Yeah. So you go to an office, okay, we do console gaming. I said, yeah, are you a gamer? Then the person says, no. Now I ask him, okay, check your phone. How many games do you have? Then they have like four games on it. I yeah. say, but you're, you already have games <laughs> on your phone and that, yeah. that you play. So you're a mobile gamer. So you're also yeah. a gamer. Yeah. You don't need to sit behind the, the console to be a gamer. Right, so we play the, the competitive yeah. game. Yeah, I wish they are waiting to play our local game. Yeah. <laughs> because, because <laughs> I wish, and that should be the ideal. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So we are still working to to meet quality because yeah. the Candy Crushes and the and the PUBG Mobile yeah. and things they are taking our yeah. space. Yeah. But but we are but we, but we'll get there. Mm. The thing about mobile in Africa is that that is the regime. Yeah. But mobile is so competitive that investors shy away. Not every the big publishers still publish for consoles and PC. Right. And when you see the data, PC is coming back. Mm. Yeah. yeah. See the data. Outside, PC is coming back. So even as some of our new titles we are making for mobile. the console. Like we are making mobile we are mobile first. Right. But we are now making Nintendo Switch like mm-hmm. mm. and PC and yeah, console, moving, moving right. right? Because Microsoft is coming in and all these guys want us to build for their platform. Because mobile is extremely saturated. Yeah. Though it still exists. Yeah. But making it on the mobile space in, in the gaming world is very difficult. So a few publishers, or okay, there are still many publishers who do mobile publishing. But, <laughs> but I think consoles and PCs are coming back into the gaming like yeah. like they are uh, they are taking back their their slots yeah. right because i think it's a cycle right any mm. new device that comes you need to build for it like now that we have the vision pro the yeah. oculus there are games that yeah. are you know <laughs> even as we are exploring vr and all that with mm. some of our games now and all that so the r&d has to keep going mm. that's why in your team you need to have a big team so yeah. when you come you are doing r&d testing technologies pushing pushing it and see which one would work for you, yeah. right? So mobile is big, yes. That is the lowest hanging fruit now. But to make it on mobile is quite a challenge. Yeah. Though we need you guys. We need marketers. Like mm-hmm. now, if you see our tech, we have excellent technology, but we don't have anyone to, to market. Yeah. It's been my challenge up till now. <laughs> Who can market? The, I've, I've spoken. Market, yes. uh, Maximus is a marketing <laughs> consultant. <laughs> but... You know, so we need marketers, we need journalists who understand the process. So come for like a one-week course, you understand, and then you can write about it. We need video media people, just video Mm. editing department, making trailers out of gameplay, out of storytelling, voiceover people. We need these guys, right? Explore new ways. It's not the only film, film, every time film <laughs> and music no even musicians you can use your music in video games and get royalties for exactly, it yeah you don't have to be playing shows all the time touring the whole new- no your game your music can be in games i remember yeah. need for speed yes i could buy a hammer yeah and inside the hammer i play snoop dog i yeah. play like and yeah. all that so you are playing music in the virtual world like the metaverse yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that right so so much opportunity that this industry brings and i'll urge that since all of us are doing capacity building training has become 
major and we should make it a point to if you are if you have a school let's start a gaming club mm. um the gamers association Ghana can help through yeah. letty arts team academy mm. we can help the esports. esports academy esports association we can help and then you bring these guys together international competitions exist mm -hmm. opportunities people can travel and just compete and everywhere and you don't, scholarships scholarships in the US now give scholarships people ask me around hey, what why why do you travel a lot. I'm like, games made it happen. <laughs> so when I stand on stage and I'm giving a presentation, I'm like, games made we this happen. Gaming got us here. Gaming got us here. I mean, it, it all boils down to, I mean, talent development. Yeah. We are looking at coaching. We are looking at mentorship. We are looking at um, access to these games. And we are able to provide that to some extent. Mm. But we need more. What is the hunger level for mobile gaming in Ghana? It's huge. You know, uh, for me, when I couldn't afford a console or anything, I was playing heavy on mobile because mm. that's what we can afford and yeah. play. So I'll play PUBG, I'll play Call of Duty or on my mobile phone. But now we've seen that PC gaming is coming back into the system where you realize that most of the international tournaments, the game titles are being played on PC, Valorant, Overwatch, <coughs> um, CSGO, even eFootball. Most of the FIFA players now are migrating to play eFootball, formerly known as PES, because that is also on the international scene. And PES can be played on PC. We did a poll on... Uh, Pro-evolution. Pro yeah, yeah. We did a poll on uh, one of the uh, eFootball um, community WhatsApp groups, mm. and then we asked, um, do you want to play this tournament on console or PC? And PC won. Mm. Yeah, mm. PC won. So PC is coming back and the consoles. <laughs> yeah, PC is coming back. You know, mouse and keyboard playing. Yeah. Top notch. If you're able to play mouse and keyboard. Because I mean, yeah. this was like this was years ago. This was 1999. Yeah. Those were the things. This was Mario. Yeah, exactly. Mario yeah. Times, you know. People, yeah. People, it's coming back and you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Are building yeah. custom PCs and to play yeah. these games. Yeah. And, and you see someone building his PC or her PC setup from scratch, adding their their RAM and then their G Force, their coolers and everything. They are, they are trying to make sure that they have the top notch, high end <laughs> PC gaming experience. You know, so PC is coming back. Mobile is just something maybe you want to stream, so you use your mobile as a but as a camera. Please, please <laughs> yeah. don't shy away from no. mobile. You play Swift. Play, play yeah, Swift. I play Swift. Yeah. I play Swift. I play Swift. Yeah. Everybody should go and download Swift. That's Swift a very, a very nice game. game. So um, we have Amazing. Prince. Prince um, from the Video Game Developers GH WhatsApp group says, how can I be a part of the Steam Academy? Yes, message. Uh, let's just talk. Because um, you are a developer. We need trainers. We need mentors. We need people just to guide or go to these schools. You can adopt a school and mentor um, um, the kids there. So we really want to expand across the country. So, but then for, for the average person, for yeah. anyone else doing the listening, how can they be a part of the academy? Yeah, just send Steam, send an email to steam at lettyarts.com. Yeah, yeah, steam at lettyarts.com. Or you can just um, visit us uh, visit Letty Arts um, at uh, Adenta. We have our headquarters at Adenta, and uh, we will definitely help you or onboard you onto the cohort. I think um, we have 
content and the schedule. Like the cohorts are starting um, this July. The first cohort is starting this July. We have a virtual stream and an on-site stream. We also need sponsors to help set up the physical space. Um, we have a very huge plan for how this academy is going to run, a creative space for every gamer. And uh, I think we will do amazing things. I, I was reading the bio the, um, the other day and you could see that his philosophy was to work with A players and make people into A players, like the A team, right? Mm -hmm. So once you have some spark of A-ness in you, just come and join the A team and we are definitely going to make this dream happen. Maximus, final, final comments before we dive into the... Because I know everybody probably listening wants to hear the thoughts of those in, in, in this room about about threads. So final comments before we get into yeah, the Yeah, I think I'm, 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 I'm quite excited. We have government forming the Ghana Esports Federation. Uh, they, I'm sure they're yet to officially inaugurate it. So um, I'm, I'm excited to be an executive on it as well. We'll start the policy angle from there. Yeah. yeah. Finally, your thoughts? So, esports, the video gaming industry is in a good place, but we can do better. And mm. there are three main places that we can develop. One, infrastructure, getting a very top-notch place, a, a venue for games, events, and everything, reliable internet, reliable electricity, everything. We need to develop talent. So we are looking at mentorship, coaching. We are looking at um, developing not just playing video games, but other career paths in esports. And then, of course, we have to eat. You know, we have to feed the people over there. So the marketing, the marketing <laughs> aspect, the marketing aspect is also very, 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 very important. You know, marketing is very important. And no, you know, for games, I mean, I've seen games from elsewhere and they bring it out and they've come up with a movie or they've come up with a challenge and those are things that we also have to start going into for our local mm. games to pick that interest you know you know we have something Gran Turismo is about to premiere in August and it's going to promote the game to another level so why can't Sweep also come up with something like that comes, too comes and, you know comes yeah. and all that you know so we need those kind of marketing tactics to grab the attention of everybody and break those stereotypes. You know, women game, boys game, everybody can game. It's not for kids alone. We have adults playing actively and competing and also making sure that the industry is running smoothly. So, nice yeah, one. that's it. Nice one. We've, we've been having a conversation about positioning Ghana's video game industry um, and trying to find out what the new direction is. And I think from the conversation, it's pretty clear that um, there is a new direction and we need to jump on board to make it work. You've been hearing from Aram Teria, Maximus Amatogo, and Dabi Diamond, um, all very active players in, in the industry. But then before we go, we have five minutes to go. Threads, though. Like, okay, like... <laughs> threads. People. <laughs> I mean, it has it has come to shake some some someone's tail feathers. There's, there's an, ar <laughs> yes, there's an yes. argument, and, yeah. and an argument that I completely support is in about two three weeks or in a month's time when the euphoria dies down, that's when the reality of threats <laughs> would actually hit. Yeah. and that that is where I don't know, but that's I, I if 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 Elon is supposed to have any comfort, that's where he's supposed to you know, have his comforted because once that reality sets in and we understand what the game plan is from a Zuckerberg point of view, yeah. in terms of getting more information about people to advertise more, 
that is when the reality will set it. But I, I mean, I just want to hear your thoughts about it before. We yeah, for me, I think it's not a threat to Twitter. That's that's obvious because even if you have hundred million people currently, you are just porting uh, Instagram users onto a feature that you separated as an app. It's just a dashboard, uh, a news feed, and you say it's a threat to Twitter, like spaces and trends and you know promoted tweets and all that hashtags and you are saying one app that shows you just a, a, a news feed of your comments is a threat to twitter it's not possible and you see you have a bouquet of apps whatsapp facebook messenger mm-hmm. and then instagram you want to also come into the twitter space what you are going to create is that you are going to move attention from more most of all your, all your other apps to a platform. Well, if you compete, if you create it like a Twitter, you, you lose traffic from Facebook and the rest to that particular platform. So really, you are just moving your audience and, uh, and your followers to another feature. Yeah. That's what they are doing. But they should watch out for Elon Musk. That guy thinks differently. <laughs> <laughs> very, very differently. Yes, uh, for me, I was just like, ah, another app. Mm. <laughs> another mm. app to download. You know, uh, but for me, everything Zuckerberg does, I know there's a game plan. Mm. Right? It's not Twitter at all. Yeah. He's not looking at Twitter. I see this, that he's going to thread all his apps. Something else. Oculus, like VR is yeah. growing, AR is growing, Meta Metaverse itself is growing, is growing. Metaverse, yeah. and yeah. the name Meta. Mm. I just know he's threading something, mm. right? So I'm not seeing the beef between Twitter and all that. Yeah. I think this guy just wants a community that he can move into a virtual world mm. or something. Because now you can see they, they are ready player, me, avatars, uh, mm-hmm. and you can see the thread is demanding more permissions. I don't know whether yeah, you've that's checked. That's true. Yeah. That is true. More permissions. Yeah. So they need some kind of data to Access. experiment something. Yeah. Yeah. So look, these guys just don't play at that <laughs> level. Yeah. Let's not be the shallow mm. uh, when someone writes a book. <laughs> 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 then we, and then we okay, take anyway. Let's end it there. <laughs> because I wrote a book, I didn't have any. <laughs> And just as you have been listening to uh, my guest on the show, um, this has been City Trends on 97.3 City FM. I do, I do hope this conversation has been beneficial to you in one shape, form or the other. And um, a big thank you to, to my guest as well for, for making it to Diamond, to Maximus, um, to Elam, um, Aram as well. And like they said, they are available. The, the, the crew is available. So I'm just going to just give one quick round. Um, Aram, how can people get in touch? Um, Max and then to Diamond as well. Just real quick yes so send us an email info at lettyass.com and academy steam at lettyass.com you can find us on our games on play store and app store just search for letty arts on play store or letty games on app store you'll see all our games so there. visit www.esports.com.gh so everything is there you can send us a, me- a message from there Sure, just find us on all, every social media platform at Esports Ghana and you can send us a DM. Our phone numbers are on it, our website is on our bio as well. So just click on it and get in touch. That's all you need to do, and yeah. just make sure that you check out the podcast for the show tomorrow. It will be live, and just make sure you share it with as many people as you can as well to take a listen so we can grow this industry that we call our own. My name is Father Pashon. Till next week, stay techie. Yeah.